Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the Champions Special, the Chelsea. It's the last one of the season. Champions! And because we're champions, we're now in a remarkably good studio where we get water posh. and beer, and it's such an idyllic time. <laughs> and we're going to talk wondrous things about what's happened this season. And here, as usual, is Phil Daniels. Hello. And we've got chief, wonderful, meister historian Rick Glanville. Thank you very much. And hurry up, I need to get on a bus. Dave Johnston. <laughs> Only a pound, party. hurry up. You sound really different, Kerry. You sound like you've gone like. He's got all posh. posh. Lord Rutland. Lord Rutland. <laughs> well, I've been looking after, you know, the, the people, as it were. It's just that you haven't heard me other than through Skype for so long, I reckon. Just down from the country estate for the night. Just down for the night. Just to uh, talk about what the hell's been going on and uh, see how everyone enjoyed Sunday's. Little gathering. What happened on Sunday? <laughs> we won a trophy. Was everyone there? Nope. Okay, that's a good start. I don't like all that. You don't what? You don't like celebrating? No, I like winning. Yeah, I like winning. I like winning the um, cup and all that. But I can't stand watching like players running around with their kids on the pitch and all that sort of thing. It's on my nerves. Really. That was after the game, though. Yeah, not actually was during it? the game. Oh, no, was it after the game for a change? <laughs> so yeah, I, I, all that gets. Gets, do, do you like that? No. Oh, and you I don't? No, and uh, I didn't like the um, the old uh, flamethrowers uh, before the Liverpool game either, as it goes. The flamethrowers? I think, as do a lot of other Chelsea supporters, that when we get the, the uh, league trophy, the players should do a lap of honour and then do all that. So everyone gets a chance to see the trophy. Yeah, I think that's a good good call. I've got to say, I thought the, the display, uh, oh, I think we all know people that were involved in that, before it was great, uh, really The display? Nice. What do you mean? There was a display. What, did you dance, Dave? Were you in it? They didn't pay me enough money to do that, mate. <laughs> we did a, um, 
Historic figures from a, a heap, from a from the past of Chelsea, wasn't it? There was uh, Hillsdon, Wood, Woodward, Wood, uh, Lawton, Bentley, Bentley, Harris, Bonetti, yeah, Zola, Folks, no, yeah. Hullet, no. We didn't have a um, big enough bloke, big, big enough for him. <laughs> yeah, it would have taken up the whole of the Matthew Harding. I, I, I tell you what was amazing was getting the side together that won the title under Mourinho first time round. I mean, I couldn't believe that even Gallas turned up. A lot of them up. are still playing, you know. No, I know. And they managed to get the day off. But Gallas turned up and he didn't get booed too badly. And, and you know, I know there was a lot of mm. strangeness that happened around the time of his leaving. But, yeah. you know, it, it was incredible. To see but he weren't was. weird when he was at Chelsea. He went weird when he got to Arsenal, didn't he? Did. he, he yeah, the, north, the devil got into him and he started acting strange, didn't well, that, he? Well, he said, made that silly pronouncement about that he threatened to score an own goal and... Some of that nonsense, didn't he? Which, which didn't go down at all well. But I think the thing was that um, we do do those. I, I, I agree. I agree with you too about. It's only my personal no, thing. I, 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 you know. But I think I think that the simplicity of just parading the trophy is great. But I do think that in the modern era, you do need to a bit more pageantry. And I thought the the two thousand and four five people coming out and being present I think that was a really lovely nod to the past and I think lots of people appreciate all of that stuff at the end you know they really do enjoy it I thought it was a fantastic gesture to get the uh, 2005 winners out but there again there were people hanging around for half hour three quarters an hour after the game to see Chelsea with the Premier League trophy and the players spent half an hour at the Matthew Harding end and about 40 seconds at the uh, shed end Mm. And um, people were uh, quite brassed off about that. So that just needs a little bit of a pointer, doesn't it? If really? you're listening, Chelsea Football Club, let's have a lap of honour before you do all that for television. And Carl, a... put the music down as well, I think. It's apart from part life, turn that one up, eh, Phil? Without a doubt. I'm glad to see it's very prominent these days at Stamford Bridge, and only rightly so. It's a top, top track. Well, it's all done by Chelsea supporters for Chelsea supporters. Absolutely. So Suggsy's song. What's this? Um, you know, Blue, Blue Day. Day. But they Perfect. don't play that at the moment. No, it's... I don't know why that's disappeared, because that's a, a, a classic. And if anybody else out there likes classics, I believe uh, Billy Bluebeat's got a new one out called 9697. How's, how's it go? Give us, a, give us a little burst. I don't know the words. Oh, well, just make it up. You can do it, can't you? Oh, well, I couldn't. Okay. <laughs> but no, I mean, how can hold on? Supposing someone was interested in that song, Dave, how would they go about finding it, tracking it down, and buying it? Would well, you would you imagine? At the moment, I think a good guess is uh, try Amazon, and then maybe in a week or two, it's going to be on iTunes. Or failing that, get in touch with Cherry Red Records. But I don't know that much about it. <laughs> okay, so what do you think it might be? Called? 96, 97, and I've got a Fancy little that. feeling. And who's it by? Billy Bluepeat. And oh, it well, might okay. well be a tribute to the great Robbie Di Matteo. Oh, recently resigned from got, Schalke. I've got to say... Ex-Schalke. That's how, what I said, recently resigned I've got to from say Schalke. how pleased I was with the supporters giving some old greats a nice rousing cheer during the game mm. against... Um, what, like Didier Drogba? You mean the, the kind of singing the names and yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah, names. Yeah. They've done that the last two or three games at home, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, but they went through quite a list the other day, didn't they? I yeah. think we did more against uh, Palace. We even did the Frank LeBerve song against Palace. But like at, um, where, where was it, at Leicester, it was like Osgood and Zola and all yeah. the songs were coming out there as well. I, I just want to say something. That actually, 
I know what you mean about this trophy presentation. It all gets a bit too family, family. And I, I think it was Dennis Wise, wasn't it, who started all that off when he suddenly appeared yeah, with his Henry. kids. Mm. Yeah, and but I do agree with you. It suddenly gets a bit family. There isn't, for me, there really isn't anything to watch. You've seen the trophy raised. You go around, you do the thing. But the one thing that really did amuse me was Hazard's kids because mm. he's got a big one and a little one. And the big one was just kicking lumps out of the little one the whole time. And then went up he to... He watches his dad every week yeah. being kicked all over the park, doesn't and, he? And then he went up to Zuma and started jumping up and down on his feet and kicking him in the oh, shins. God, I wouldn't thought, like to risk that one. Absolutely. But it was, it was quite interesting because, you know, the little kid was trying to do the silky skills and the, the elder one was just hacking down everywhere. That was my highlight of that whole thing but my highlight of sort of the whole thing you know taking in the parade to match the parade and the player I didn't go to the player of the year do but I just loved Jose Mourinho's speech I don't know if you've who you've seen it where he did this parable or parody of three different teams going up to uh, making a presentation to the international board and one of them is where it's all red and they they say we play without any goals and um and we pass, it's all about possession. Whoever has the most possession wins the game. And the board say, no, no, that's you can't be champions. The next lot come up, they wear sky blue. They say, we only use one goal. We score loads and we don't concede any. They said, no, you have to concede goals. You can't be champions. The third one wear red with white sleeves. And their idea is they play... They play with two goals, they play good football, they score goals, they concede goals, but they say, how about if we only, if the results only count between January and April? That got the biggest laugh of the night. <laughs> well, of and they said, you can't be champions anyway. And Jose says, and the fourth team who wears blue and white, they stick to the rules and they realise that sometimes you can beat teams by a load, sometimes you can only beat them by stopping them scoring. But it's all about... Finishing with the points at the end of the at the end of the season, and, and they the said, dogs yes, bark at the you're caravan. Champions. That's another. Line. <laughs> and the another dogs line. do bark at the caravan. <laughs> the, the dogs bark and the caravan rolls by. That's and I just I'd just like to say that um, undoubtedly Jose Mourinho is the greatest manager in um, European football. He's probably up there as one of the greatest managers in world football. Yeah. But I think. Having that mantle, he should be a little bit more magnanimous, and I think he should uh, appreciate the uh, Chelsea supporters a little bit more than he does. Well, he was very appreciative after Leicester. Did you see that? Oh yeah, of course he yeah, was. I but thought, you know, he manages us as much as he manages the players. Yeah, he's oh, no, he, he, funnily enough, he did. He had a go at you on um, Sunday That's morning. why you got the ump, isn't it? No, it's not. I've got the ump with him because um, I don't like some of the things he says about the Chelsea supporters. When you know we're playing Crystal Palace and he gives the uh, Crystal Palace fans a bit of a, a thumbs up and he um, intimates that the um, Chelsea supporters are asleep. Well, you know, he's he has don't an opinion. You can't you can't deny that he says whether you agree with it or not. He's not one to shirk away from talking about things. Exactly. And wh- whether you agree with him or not, I, th- I think he's brilliant. Because it does come around, because I think you're absolutely right. I think Leicester was a major moment for him and the fans, actually, because you saw what the fans did for, for the team that night. He recognised that. And I, I, I get what you're saying, Dave, but I do think he is just a man of opinions and, and he will divide them even amongst his he own He wants people. to get I... results out of everyone that he touches. Can I just add that Leicester... Support was fantastic. Three nil down, and Chelsea didn't 
Chelsea sports about didn't stop singing. 40, 50 but let's, minutes. let's hope that the next time Chelsea are 3-0 down and we're That's not West Brom, league not champions. Sorry, sorry, West Brom. Yeah. West Brom. Yeah, it was West let's Brom, hope sorry, the yeah. next time we're losing 3-0 at West Brom and we're not league champions that the supporters sing for 40 or 50 minutes non-stop. Well, it happened. I mean, back in the 90s, it used to happen. And no, we I know it did. Fantastic. We let's bring hopeless. those days back then. Yeah. Well, moving on to Mourinho, I don't know if any of you went down for the victory parade the next day. We did. I was on uh, one of the roofs. Because, OK. Just to light in the middle of a cat burgle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but how much did you get for that, lead? Oh, I couldn't tell you that. No, how much did you get for the cat? <laughs> <laughs> should never be burning cats. Um, but, I mean, that, that was a funny thing, because they always do this thing where the bus goes to Ilbrook Common yeah. and it stops there. And then nobody seems to take charge of the whole event. And it becomes an embarrassing sort of, you take the mic. The only one who wanted the mic the whole time was Didier. Yeah. Who just kept singing Starting all the songs, yeah. And I have to say, probably, and it gets quite cringeworthy because nobody knows what to do. And they're just sat there and they haven't got the PA sorted out. And the feedback's not working and nobody can hear anything. But I have to say, the world's, well... I think Billy the masseuse doing um, ten McCullough. men went to went yeah. to Mo um, was, was truly dreadful, <laughs> but the Mourinho. worst singing of the day <laughs> has to go to Mourinho, who's yeah. actually if anyone gets that footage and sees it, will realise this man has blown his cool so badly by doing blue is the colour, hysterically like a sort of drag artist. Um, and doesn't know the words, and it's all over the shop. I implore everyone he has to not, look it up. He's not got a musical ear. I saw that, and that is why when he took to the stage at the Player of the Year yeah. um, event yeah. on Monday night, he said, don't worry, I'm not going to see. He did, yeah. Well, he knows, yeah. because somebody's shown him, and uh, I'm sure he's trying to get that all destroyed, but it is really funny. Another thing about the parade, it was nice to see Cesc Fabregas asked about the celery incident, because... People that don't know about the parade, it is a tradition that the celery that sometimes is at games is a massive thing, isn't it? People take a long bunch of celery, break it up, throw it at the players, throw it at each other, and and it's extraordinary. It's, it's probably quite painful. A lot of them were protecting their heads. Cesc Fabregas was asked what he felt about the, you know, he'd had a great season, blah, blah, blah. What do you think about the throwing of celery? And he said, oh, well, you know, there's a history because in the Carling Cup final, you know, the Chelsea fans, when I went to take a corner, they were throwing celery and it went in my hair and everything and I sort of reacted to it. And he said, but now people have said to me, explain the, the story behind it and why they why they do it and things. And I think it's great. I think that's a really good thing that he did that. Well, Chelsea-Everton Cup final, I got searched and I... I... <laughs> I put my hands up and the guy nicked all my celery off me from damn my trousers everywhere. I thought he was going to kick me out. You weren't doing a spinal tap with a celery down your trousers. There's some brilliant brilliant footage from the um, parade of um, Diego Costa having a right old battle. And actually the guy he's throwing at is a a mate of mine who's... um, Got the same name as a um, Chelsea on loan striker at Middlesbrough, and his name's Henry Bamford. So um, enjoy your mention, H. It's mm. Costa is collecting the celery and he's yeah, he was, lashing he? it. Yeah, he he's was he was losing it. it. It was brilliant because he gets what when you watch yeah, the footage, he, he gets one in yeah. the face, and you know he's all smiling, and you suddenly see this look as if competitor. To go, now there's someone yeah, yeah. I want to stand. <laughs> 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 
was. It, it was. It was. It was quite odd. You know, the, the whole thing's quite odd because it doesn't really have a focus other than they stop, and then they all stand around and act like lunatics. And uh, um, but and you know I, what it's good for? It's good for the people. I mean, lots of us who are regulars go to them. But it's really good for people who live in the locality, which the sure. Chelsea supporters who, and kids especially, who don't really, they can't afford the tickets. They live on estates or whatever and they can just turn up, they can see the heroes, they can get eye contact, they can join in the songs, they can hit them in the face with celery and things. And I, I think that's... that's and they're important. all the people that vote Conservative, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> That must be some fool of didn't. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, if, if we look at it, you know, Didier, it was it was quite fitting that Didier kept grabbing the mic because there is something about him. Whenever I've seen Chelsea win a cup, the man who everyone <laughs> turns to to be the cheerleader and lift everyone and get things going is Didier. They're really going to miss him. But that I, presence, I'd like, I'd like yeah. to, you know, I think we should take this moment to actually talk a little bit about. Didier. Well, I think he'll get at least. Ten goals for Bournemouth next year. <laughs> I just, I just like to say what magnanimous gesture, and it's the measure of the man, Captain Lee, the legend John Terry, who gave Drogba the armband, the armband yeah. in his last game and organised him to be Chained carried off. off. They a... tried to lift him shoulder high. They sort of that got him a... halfway off the ground. I mean, didn't that was they? a really unusual moment. What wasn't fantastic! It? Every uh, even Chet to... came to the halfway line and, and joined in. But you've never say, seen but, that before. But also the Sunderland players. I mean, obviously there wasn't anything at stake in the game, but they didn't protest. They weren't going up to the referee and saying, "You know, hold a minute, this is taking twenty-five minutes to get the old man off." Do you know what would have been really funny though? Because the ref really let it all happen, and he was cool about it. it. Maybe I think it would have been really that. funny if he'd have gone up and given him a yellow card for taking his time, <laughs> and then because he takes his shirt off before he gets off the pitch, <laughs> given him a second yellow and sent him off. It would have been brilliant <laughs> referee and comedy humour, you know, but um, it didn't happen. But but, but they, well, the the presence in the dressing room, we really can't under uh, understate how bigger presence. Didier Drogba is. So where's you know, he going to go, though, Didier? Well, he says he, I, well, it well, sounds like America, doesn't it? It sounds like that kind of uh, final uh I saw one wild session. headline on um, probably Twitter, but I think it was related to uh, one of the um, news feeds that um, he's going to um, make a sensational, sensational um, return to Marseille. Yeah, I can see that, but it's a high level I'll tell you what, him, really. those supporters there love him. No, they do. They do. They got fantastic reception when they we now? played them in the European Cup. Now that we've said, now that he said we're the best Chelsea fans are the best fans in the world. Don't bother about that. He'll I say bet that was translated oh, no. into French. He'll go to America. That's what I think. He's got to. He got Bournemouth. America's become the new England, isn't it? Do you remember when anyone? Oh, you know, no, New England is in America. I don't know if you know. Out. That's comedy, but um, yeah. or Man U, we could go Man U. <laughs> Do you remember when Arsenal? Keep Peter Check company. Don't you remember when everyone who was over... Don't you dare. No, we, we no, can't can we say that. There is some soap for you to wash your mouth out. Yeah, sorry. Czech no, will I never won't. go to The Arsenal. Stoke goalie will go to... Bergovic. will go to Man U, won't he? If I want go-go. Peter Cech to stay, to be honest with you. And, it, you know, if I was... Joking, we want you to stay. We want you to stay. Sorry, that's a bit too in tune. No, it's the, re- the, the rest of it, you have to get really high. That's why it stops. I would have had to gone full set. You'll never then. be a Chelsea footballer or a manager singing like that, mate. But I've, I personally, I knew the words. it's just a shame that Jose Mourinho didn't give him a few more games, I think. 
No, you no, no place for sentiment. Peter Check. Peter no Peter place Czech, for sentiment. He's got four, five, six, seven years left in him, and there was plenty of time for Chelsea nah, to pick up another T Bow He had to make that decision. No, you just Dave, make I your think. decision, otherwise you end up with two half happy goalkeepers. Yeah, but uh, Atletico Madrid did it, didn't they? Or was it Real Madrid? No, Real Madrid. No, well, Real Madrid. One for the European and, Cup and, um, and the other. That worked out well. They yeah. was left with Casillas. Yeah, exactly. Because the other guy, <laughs> Angelotti, got sacked. Yeah. So you know, it doesn't help. What about See? Paul Clement? And then he's going to him Derby, isn't he? Don't know. He's he's been linked with so many. Oh, is he? Okay. Oh, is he a number two or a number one? Paul Clement, lovely fella, really yeah. nice, rounded individual. Yeah, he is. Yeah, really he's done pleasant well. Pleasant bloke. him. Yeah, he has. So yeah, so well, going back to Didier, uh, I know that it hasn't been the greatest season for him, but he's had his moments and he has stepped into the breach at times. But, he's been frustrating yeah. and things, but it kind of really doesn't matter now. I mean, what, what, what do you think Didier's meant to, to Chelsea and what's he meant to you, Rick? Oh, well, I, I, first of all, I'd say that at a crucial time when we, like Remy, surprisingly was was injured and we were left with just Didier, he did a great job to see us through a couple of games. Crucially, I thought he played, you know, one last hurrah. It was like um, Ben Hurst strapped to his horse, sent out dead, you know. I thought he was, he just did what he had to do. But in terms of he's the what he contributed to Chelsea, he scored the most famous, important goal in our entire history. Uh, he's been there at, at every uh, Mourinho moment when we've won the well, every time we've won the league, the Premier League, he's been there. I'm surprised. I keep thinking. I look back in 1955 and see Didier Drogba played ten games then, but uh, he's he's right up there with what Czech, Terry. Yeah, he's fantastic, uh, Didier Drogba. But I've got to argue. I know Frank Lampard. I know you're the Chelsea historian, Rick. But I've got to say that the most important goal in Chelsea's history was uh, that Clive Walker's one at um, Bolton, where we won one nil and stayed out the third division. Yeah, yeah. No, mm. I, it's definitely one Ooh, of the most important. Spoken like a historian. That's almost. <laughs> that's the the, the, no, the glasses half empty. That would be in and the top. That was the glasses half full. Absolutely, I could put that in the top three or five. So they're yeah. equal. No, in but po- uh, in a poetic way. Frank Lampard's <laughs> at, uh, second at Bolton as well. De- Marcel Desailly's at home to Liverpool. Let's go for them all. Every goal we've ever scored. Yeah. And there was a gra- I'm sure there was a Graham Wilkins goal once. <laughs> he scored a couple of own Gary goals. Gary Chivers against others. Same he was <laughs> shit, though, wasn't it? Right, let's reel this back in, please. <laughs> <laughs> Didier Drogba. Didier. Fantastic. Drogba was getting back as an ambassador. All-time Chelsea legend, Absolutely. that man. And what a nice guy to Absolutely boot as well. Right. He's fantastic. Absolutely He's right. the kind of player. He's the Got to kind get him of player. That Chelsea need as an ambassador along Absolutely with right. people like yeah, Frank right. Um, yeah. <laughs> First two years he was useless though, wasn't he? No, no. he wasn't no. useless. Uh, but he, I think no. people, <laughs> Phil, people get got fed up with his um, antics. But I think yeah. you know he, he got better. He realised he, he got better. He yeah. got better and better and better. And he had a good. He was good for a struggle. Wembley finals, and, unbelievable. I mean, the hammer of Arsenal scored in every final he played. Man U that final. Uh, Are we still going on about Drogba? Apparently. Can't we just give him a, see you later, mate. If you want to go, go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's some kind, comforting words from Phil about one of our best ever strikers. Can you imagine what he's like with the cleaners? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Don't touch that. (laughs) Empty your pockets. Oi, leave my Oscars alone. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's the way it goes. Don't mention Oscar. You know, there's yeah. been an Oscar-free zone. The Oscar-free zone. 
<laughs> well, at least I'll tell you something. He that improved. Is, oh. yeah, Oscar he improved. Didn't he? Slightly. One goal of the season, didn't he? For his... Oddly, I I wouldn't flog him. I was I was He's saying not going anywhere. Oscar. I was going to go Trust flog me, him, I'm but he won't go. He won't go anywhere. Well, Ramirez, I wouldn't sell any of them. No, I don't think. I don't no, think will they to, though? Like, what do you reckon? No, no, no they don't. won't. No. I think you'll keep the squad together. I think they'll add two or three players. They'll work on getting Quadrado up to speed because actually, With the interestingly, Quadrado the last couple of games yeah, has showed signs was, of what he, he could was good do against Sunderland. Yeah, yeah he yeah. was. I mean, I, won the penalty. I, I suppose. Do we bother even mentioning or talking about the Sunderland game because there was all sorts of interesting things going on? You know, you 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 looked at that side and they kind of played in a relaxed fashion. It was training ground football, but there were some lovely moments. And, and I thought he saw... played some very good football. Absolutely. It's and great saw... to come from behind to to win, get the th- get three goals. Really pleased for Loic Remy because... I was just going to so say, from, you yeah. know, the cameo, his cameo in, of the season, if you like, has been sensational. He was unlucky that he was injured when Diego Costa was... And, and, yeah, that, and yeah. well, there was that moment where he... He could have stepped in, and he could have five goals more than he has if he but, hadn't you know, been injured. That's he was bad unfortunate, luck, isn't it? As well, absolutely. But he's I mean, a nice how many bloke, players good personality. Score a goal and do their thigh muscle or whatever it was. Uh, the same uh, like Remy does, but he, he's famous for it, and he being yeah, injured, he um, unfortunately. Well, I'd like to keep him because I like yeah. him. Why yeah, do you yeah, think he's going anywhere then, Phil? Do well, you? I'm a bit worried that. I'm just slightly worried that Mourinho don't yeah, really I don't fancy him. I don't think he likes him either, but I don't know why he bought him in the first place. What? But we've been talking about Drogba, we've mentioned Costa, we've mentioned um, Lloyd Remy. What about Patrick Bamford? What, the chelsea hasn't played for us. No, I know. So but until I he comes and plays for us, he sleeps he with got the no chance. Don't, you think the he's, don't you think he should play <laughs> he for us? he got no chance. I, I would leave a decision like that to uh, uh, to Jose Mourinho myself. I would say if he sees something, if you take him on pre-season, we'll do a pre-season tour of the States. He will presumably be involved in that. And if he likes what he sees, I think he's he looks a, a, a nice player. He's got he's really nice Ed- boy. Educated. Plays the cello, um, can play centre forward as well. Championship player of the year, wasn't he? Yeah. I mean, yeah. what do you think about disputed? Him? Phil, you rate him, don't you? No. <laughs> I think he's all right. I think, you know, he's got a sweet left foot and he's all right playing for Middlesbrough. I just can't see... I just know the way Chelsea work. I can't see him being plucked and put is in that first-team squad. Is it because of the qualities he has that you can't see fitting into the team? Or I, is see, it... I see a bit of that mm. and I see that he's not good enough yet. Um... As a player, I think you'll buy another forward. Uh, I think you'll a, get a, a marquee. League. Is that the word? Yeah. A marquee. You'll get a Premier if League gonna get loan. Some, I would imagine. If we're going to buy you, someone, you, you know, I'd like to buy Charlie Austin. Because in there, um, there's you're going to say he's a Chelsea fan, aren't yeah, he's you? He's a Chelsea supporter. <laughs> so is Peter Crouch. Yeah, 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 yeah but um, Charlie Austin's. So um, is Lukaku. But oh, yeah. I, haven't we got a? Never isn't there a rule where you've got to have a certain amount of English players? Yeah, for the squad. Yeah, well, and, and for your Charlie Austin, squad and the Premier League squad. Charlie Austin would be ideal, wouldn't he? Well, yes, maybe. And he's proved I'm not, I can't it. This, sit myself, he's but. proved it this season. But he's, he's about in. in my book. Bamford might be a prospect, but Charlie Austin's ready made. You know, if you're going to compare the two, he's ready made. Mm. And uh, who's that geezer from Palace? That winger, Balassi. 
Bellassi. Eilie ba- Bellassi. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's everyone, everyone suddenly wants him. You, you go no, on Twitter, every really fan wants him. Oh, you just wanted to say Eilie <laughs> Bellassi. <right? laughs> yeah, he's, he's had that gag up his pocket yeah. <laughs> so long. So, I mean, if we are looking back on the season, I mean, does anyone have a moment that that, that really stays with them from this season? A moment, whether it's something funny great move a great goal something that means something to you it's when I, I fell down four flights of steps and I was drunk <laughs> in the Matthew Arden that's what stays with me <laughs> but that's because you've got two legs in plaster <laughs> my I've got three moments of the season if I if um, you'll allow me I thought you were going to say you had three they were all at um, Wembley on um, March the yeah. 1st John Terry smashing home the first did he had dog uh, sorry, Diego Costa wrapping up by smashing in the second, and uh, the Chelsea s- supporters singing to um, the other lot from North Seventeen, Champions of Europe. You'll never sing that. Yeah, fantastic. I love singing that. More to Arsenal than to to Tottenham because I think Tottenham don't ever think. Say what you think, Dave. Say what you think, I liked a lot of the last minute goals because there's something really down and dirty about. Doing that to QPR and Everton and people like that. We haven't scored those late goals the last couple of years. No, it's this just is something delicious about that. And I that think... QPR game, for, uh, you know, don't get me wrong, uh, If I, I'll never be a quarter as good as um, Fabregas if I live to be 10,000 mm. years, unlike Phil, who's as good as every player he slags off. But <laughs> I am better. Fab- <laughs> I've got to say, Fabregas was having a stinker till he um, scored yeah, that one at um, so Loftus so Rope. What it meant, though. Yeah. What no, it meant, yeah, it everything right. about it, you know, it that, changed everything. And they made it such a horrible game that that was, you know, as everyone always says, uh, offensive crowd. Oh no, I don't mean offensive, do I? I mean raucous. No, I do mean offensive. <laughs> and tight pitch. Horrible, I mean, really bumpy pitch, dry. They didn't walk Terrible it. allocation for the away supporters. Yeah, with you can't views of impeded and everything like that. And to actually, they thought they they would nick a winner. And when they when we got it, you could just see them all collapsing like like uh, rag dolls on the stands. It was just delicious. It was, I think the word sweet. Oh, sweet, sweet, mate, sweet. Five 0 at Swansea and a six three at Everton were other great entertaining games. Oh, the six three. Yeah. As far as incidents for me, I still, I, I, it's quite a late addition to my favourite moments. It was when we all did the magic hat song. To Fabregas uh, yeah, down yeah. in the corner. Yeah, that was brilliant. When he was waiting to take a corner. That was brilliant. And he turned around and he started clapping. and Put his hand on the flag, didn't absolutely. he? Absolutely. And he was enjoying the song. And you just realised in that moment, that for me was the moment where you recognised he was no longer an yeah. Arsenal player. Yeah, this was a boy who is now a Chelsea player. And I think he'll probably finish his career with us. I, I think he looks happy. And if you look at the way he sits in with everyone, and, and, uh, and, and for me he's been... The key player, but mm. in so many ways. But that leads me to the next thing is, who is everyone's player of the year? Because I've got one that I think is probably different to everybody else's. Quadrado. you Quadrado. <laughs> well, it's uh, Mohamed Salah, actually. <laughs> no. Go on then, Kerry, why don't you start? Okay, I'm Just so we say, can laugh. Okay, yeah. well, actually, because... He's going to say Dave. <laughs> actually I'm not okay I'm not going to say that thought very close about it but for me it's Gary Cahill mm. because Gary Cahill 
out of all the players actually went through a terrible trough and I wasn't particularly keen on him in that mid-season period. When Zuma was shown Absolutely. very and well Cahill as well, Cahill seemed it? to lose it a lot. He was making a lot of mistakes and Jose took him out of the firing line for a couple of weeks mm. and he came back and he's just got better and better and better. And I think that is the true mark of a really professional footballer to work out how to make your game better and get back to where you were. You know, look at Sandy Lyle mm. with the yips in golf. You know, he never mm. came back. It could have been the same for Cahill because he was under pressure from a young kid who was doing everything right. Mm. And I think he got himself together. So it's a kind of a weird one. But for me, he's my player of the year. My player of the year is um, John Terry played every minute of every league game and whilst um, Gary Pallister was the first uh, player in the modern era to do that and the last Sorry. until until now. yeah until uh, John Terry equaled uh, that record I think Man United only won the league in 1993 didn't they John Terry has topped that by winning two trophies the league cup and the league and scoring that goal at Wembley John Terry, Player of the Year, Captain Leader, Legend. Let's hope we have another year or two at least out of it. He's my runner-up Player of the Year, but I've got Eden Hazard has been, for me, there's been some great performances. Fabregas, Terry, uh, uh, I, I think uh, Aspilicueta, really unsung hero as well. I'm leaving Hazard out. William, so William, yeah, William. Oh, well, you didn't stick... You didn't set your terms out, mate. You can't change no, you it can't. now. No, all right. You should see? read a small print before you come into any room with me. <laughs> the T's and C's. William we was should the have boy. Been well, I thought he's been fantastic, William. He really is. I think he's getting up to that stage where a lot of us were thinking at the beginning of the season, Eden on the left is sensational. We need someone on the right who can do the same. He's doing that now. Yeah, he is. Phil, your player of the year? Well, it's Hazard. He's the best player at Chelsea. He's the only one, really, who's got the magic. And in the league, there ain't many that have got that magic. No. And he's he's got it. And if Chelsea can get one more like that, you know, Oscar was meant to have it. He ain't got it, really. Not that magic that he's got. Um, so get one more of them, and I think we'll be really good next season. I'd just like to uh, take this opportunity to wish Super Frank Lampard a fantastic time in the um, uh, States and um, thank him for everything he's ever done for uh, Chelsea Football Club and English football. Mm. Yeah, There you go. Can we talk about him now that he's left City? <laughs> now that he's no oh. longer. Oh. <laughs> I'll like, always love him. No, now he's like no longer, murder for me, that was. Now he's no longer Mank Lampard. Yeah. <laughs> and scoring against us. So I suppose we're all going to head off on our holidays. Um, the great thing is maybe we'll have to do a podcast special because the fixtures come out. 17th of June. 17th of June in about two weeks' time. Mm. Um, I can't wait. I'm, I'm looking forward to next season. Everyone Norwich else? away first game of the season. Sunderland away midweek in January. <laughs> what about you, Phil? Or Monday you night. To next yeah. year well, I am looking forward to um, next year. Um, I who do you like of the, of the teams that have come up? Who who do you most fancy? Who are you most looking forward to us playing? Bournemouth. Mm. With, with Didier playing for Bournemouth. <laughs> <laughs> and John Terry. Don't you reckon? <laughs> That's mad, though. By the, right? the time we play Bournemouth, Harry Redknapp will be in charge. It'll be of Stevie Gerrard, Lampard in their <laughs> midfield, right? Charlie Austin up front. <laughs> 
<laughs> and Harry Redknapp on the bench. Yeah. With his and dog Patrick with his, with his dog as director of yeah. football. Yeah, exactly. And accountant. Yeah, that'll be a good <laughs> that'll be a good loan for Bamford. See if he's any good. Get him up there if he how fancies him. Well, yep. so, so that's it. So we're off on our holidays. I'd... I hope you're all going to have a lovely time. You too, Kerry. Yes. Goodbye. Yes, that's it. We're gone. <laughs> Champions. Champions. Hurry up. <laughs> Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.